Hey, Kate. Thank you for coming on this podcast today. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what we're going to be talking about and have you introduce yourself and, you know, just talk comfortably, naturally, and uh, feel free to say what's on your mind. This is a judgment-free zone, and hopefully we'll give a voice to others who may also think similarly. So we're going to be talking a little bit about some negative emotions that may be present with uh, positive emotions of having children and becoming a mother. And the reason for this is studies actually show that a certain percentage of women, and it does vary by um, area in terms of in the United States, uh, about 7% said that they would actually go back and have zero kids if they could do it over. Um, versus in Poland, it was about 11 to 14%. Germany was about eight. So, you know, it ranges from seven to 14%, but there are some people out there that feel like they weren't fully prepared for motherhood or they didn't know the entire picture. And so I was just hoping that you could introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your experience. Yeah, Amy, it's great to be a part of this podcast. Thanks so much for the invitation. I am excited to um, share my tiny little experience of motherhood with you and your listeners. Um, and hopefully I can be helpful to some people. Uh, my name is Kate. I live in Philadelphia. I'm a new mom of a two and a half week old. Um, so fresh into the ball game and yeah, trying to navigate. Perfect. And are you partnered at this time? I am. I have a husband and we've been together for over two years. So I'm curious, Kate, do you consider being a mom as part of your identity, given how new it is? That's an interesting question. Um, I wouldn't have said yes um, just a short while ago while being pregnant, um, but it seems so all-consuming right now that it must be a big part of my current identity right now. Yeah, sure. That's a big change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has been. And how do you see it interacting with some of your other identities? We don't mind sharing some of those. Sure. Um, well, I am not currently working. I'm fortunate to be on maternity leave right now with my employer. Um, so I spend, uh, I think, a good portion of how I identify or how I present myself is through my work and my professional, uh, through my career. And so right now I'm not doing any work or contributing to um, that career. I haven't been over the last three weeks. Um, and that's been really interesting because that's some place that I uh, find um, I have a lot of joy in my career. Um, I have a lot of challenges and pride uh, when I overcome those challenges, uh, but I haven't really missed um, that aspect of myself um, in the last couple of weeks, which is an interesting new feeling to feel. And it's only been three weeks, so perhaps I needed a little vacation, um, but I'm interested to see how that feeling changes in the future um, or if it changes. 
Yeah. I'd say um, another portion of my identity is how I relate to friends and family. Um, and I think that that has drastically changed and I'm a little less confident about um, how, where I'll end up um, in balancing motherhood and maintaining that identity. Oh, do you mind uh, expanding on that a little bit? Yeah, I, I don't mind. Um, I think that most of my friends and colleagues and peers don't have children. Um, and so now that I have a two week old, I'm in a position where um, I want to see my friends and I miss seeing them and want to share this really crazy life experience that I'm going through. Uh, but I find that I need to breastfeed every 45 minutes to two hours. And I need to be able to stop all conversations and shush and rock my baby for 25 minutes at a time. And so uh, right now it seems hard to uh, manage connecting with people while I have such um, a strong dependence on me. Um, and so I'm curious if that will change as the baby gets older, as feeding times are lengthened, um, or as my friends and peers become more aware of what my new needs will be in my communication rhythms. Yeah, that's a really deep reflection too of, you know, you gained this connection through other people and social ties and it's kind of waning right now but I think you bring up a good point is it seems like things change from week to week day to day hour to hour and so it, it seems like it's also hard to predict what the demands are going to be certainly yeah I um am a big reader I um have done a lot of reading about pregnancy and labor and then motherhood. Um, but as I mentioned, I don't have a lot of um, examples of new moms in my friend groups. And so I am certainly naive about some aspects of okay. <laughs> what goes into this role and how it changes over time, like you were just talking about. Yeah. And if you don't mind, do you mind sharing um your age and um, a brief description of kind of what you do or your job demands prior to this? I don't mind. Um, I'm 31 years old um, and my job, I am, I work in a scientific laboratory. Um, I study the brain, um, trying to work with my teammates, with my lab mates in order to come up with solutions and treatments for people who have experienced brain injuries. Yeah. Um, and so I run um, experiments in the lab to try to understand how neurons heal and grow and regenerate um, and try to engineer solutions to maximize that, that potential. Just awesome. <laughs> so do you feel like or let me open it up. How do you feel? Like, what are all of your feelings around being a mom now? Yeah, I am really excited and happy right now. I'd also say that I am more um, 
tender and sensitive to changes in my environment than I um, typically am, um, meaning that it's easy for negative emotions to feel much stronger. And it's really easy for positive emotions to feel much stronger than I would normally perceive them. Um, so I find right now a great deal of joy just being with my son um, and looking at him and singing to him. Um, but I also feel much more nervous about um, germs, for example. And that's not something that I previously uh, really experienced. Um, I feel nervous about um, social interactions and how people will hold him. Um, and I haven't felt that strongly about those things before. Yeah. And what do you typically do to manage those when they do come up? Yeah. Um, I have a small sample size, so that hasn't happened that much. Um, I have been able to communicate with my partner um, that I feel very strongly. Um, I feel negative emotions really strongly about this social thing that's about to happen. Can we talk through the specifics about what's going to happen step by step at this um, when this friend comes over to our house for the first time? Um, and so communicating with my partner about I'm feeling negative or nervous or really excited or really vulnerable. Um, and then trying to play out the scenario in my head so that I'm a little bit better prepared um, has been what's helped on the handful of times that we've experienced those kinds of things, those scenarios. Yeah. So a lot of planning and it sounds like you're able to talk with your partner and that, that decreases some of that. What about um, sharing that with other people? Have you felt comfortable in any way talking about some of the more, you know, feeling negative emotions more strongly as well as positive and these newfound kind of germ sensitive uh feelings that you've been getting yeah I um I think that compared to normal I have been much more vocal about emotions that I've experienced over the last uh month I'd say so the last couple of weeks of pregnancy and then the first couple of weeks of parenthood um I've shared with a good number of people over the phone or um, through text messages or through conversations that we've had in person, um, how negative I've felt in some situations and how positive I felt in others. But it's interesting, um, I told you earlier, I'm a scientist, I'm not a poet or a linguist. And so frequently when I have those conversations, I'm happy to share with people what I felt, but I feel like um, I cannot possibly convey the intensity of which I experienced. Um, and so it's almost like, I feel a little bit like I'm doing a disservice by being open, but not conveying how intensely those things were affecting me, those different emotions at different times. Yeah, so they can be really heavy, really, really strong. 
I'm curious because that that is hard to capture, right? And so it's hard to convey that in a casual conversation. But how do you think, you know, looking back on those conversations, what would you change to try to convey that? Yeah, Oof, that's a great question. What would I change? Um, I don't know that I would have changed anything. I think that I conveyed as best I could with the language that I had, mm -hmm. um, how intensely I was feeling. I just, I, I just don't have the words inside my brain in order to convey how strongly I have felt um, at the end of pregnancy and during the birth process and since then. Would you say that um, you've ever experienced this before to this intensity or would you say that this is completely new? Um, I think that there are a few times in my life where I have experienced something this intense, but it hasn't been um, an intensity that lasted for this long or had so many positive and negative things jam-packed together. Right. Yeah. And what about, um, you know, I'm sure being a new mom, you've heard all about the baby blues and um, what that looks like. Do you feel like you're within those limits or this is a different experience from what you've been told it was going to be? Um, how are you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that the baby blues and postpartum depression um, were some of the things I was most scared of and worried about um, during pregnancy. Um, and so I spent a lot of time communicating that fear to other people. Um, and I think that that has helped uh, reduce how strongly I feel negatively, negative emotions. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing is that I didn't expect, but felt very, very negative um, the last three weeks of my pregnancy. And so going into labor and then getting on the other side of the end of pregnancy felt like such a relief. So even though I am experiencing, I, I would say light versions of baby blues, um, it has felt like such a relief to how negative I felt during the end of pregnancy. That makes a lot of sense in terms of it feels like maybe some of that nervousness of weight has gone away. And um, like you said, a lot of positivity is jam-packed in there as well, which I'm sure this has come with a lot of positive emotions as well for you. What would you say um, your highs and lows of the past two and a half weeks have been if, you, if you're open to sharing? Since, since delivering. Since delivering. Um, yeah. The highs, I just, it's, it's being able to look at his face while he's breastfeeding and holding him there and being able to talk to him or sing to him. And um, that is just, it's really powerful. Um, yeah, it's really powerful. I feel very strongly. I'm really happy just to look at him and to sing to him and I want to promise him the world. It's like very cliche, but 
it's really true. Um, negative emotions. Um, we had, we invited one of our close friends over to our house. Um, and it was really exciting to see that friend. Um, but they stayed at our house for um, three hours, which we didn't know at the time, but that was too long. Um, and so I became aware that I was really stressed because the baby was crying, but I didn't feel socially like I could say goodbye to this person or ask them to leave. And I didn't want to ask them to leave. Um, so by the time the social interaction was over and the friend had left, I realized that I was really quite stressed um, and kind of was at the point where I was like, we can't have people over at our house ever again. This was too much to handle the crying baby. And, um, and that was an overreaction, I think, but it was a very strong negative feeling that I had. Yeah. Um, Do you still feel that strongly? I don't, but um, it has abated some, but it makes me feel like I need to be careful about how quickly I rush into situations, um, interactions with friends. And so that in itself feels isolating. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense going back to that value of being connected to people. But now there's all these fences and parameters that that you're just trying to figure out how far is the fence for me right now and where do I close that gate and so I think that makes a a ton of sense and I think something that you you've been um, highlighting throughout your responses is it seems pretty transient right it seems to come and go and it's not just constantly there and it adds to that unpredictability has there ever been a time in the past two and a half weeks? And um, this question is typically perceived by the general public, I would say as negative or taboo, but the whole point is just to talk about emotions and feelings and their truth to try to normalize them. And whether you have or haven't, that's completely fine. But has there been a time where you ever felt any um, form or type of regret or guilt or anything to that effect? Um, yes, I would say that, uh, two days ago, my husband had to go back to work. Um, and my, we no longer had in-laws or grandparents in the house helping. And so that was the first time where I, I was really alone with the baby, um, and would be for hours. It wasn't just a, a short time. Um, and I got really scared. I thought, oh man, somebody's made a mistake. Somebody left me here with this kid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, please, who, who's around? Who can, who can come over and be back up? I felt really scared. Um, and it passed. He was just asleep on my lap and it was fine. It went okay. But yeah, I, I definitely cried. I was really scared to be alone with yeah. the baby. Thank you for sharing that, Kate. I feel like it's hard to be that that open about things. And I mean, it was your first time alone, right? The same thing when, when you go to try something new every time. It's always like, can I do this? Am I qualified? 
Yeah, the answer is no, I'm certainly not qualified, but hopefully I can learn. I think that that's what I'm banking on. I love that mentality and uh, knowing that you are a new mom, I want to be mindful of your time. Uh, I have one more question for you, sure. Kate. Um, is there anything that I have not asked that you think would be important to know regarding difficulties of motherhood or something that isn't usually talked about that you wish you knew or, or want to kind of impart on others? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Um, I think that I'm learning now being on the motherhood side, how valuable um, little gestures can be um, to try to help drop off food or just say, if you need a break, just give me a call or little words of encouragement. Like I feel like we were talking about a little isolated and like I can't really commit to long conversations or deep connections right now. But knowing that people are just willing to put little bids out there, um, that's really helpful. It's really helpful for me sitting in this house by myself with a baby <laughs> to yeah. know that there are other folks out there and they, um, they want me to succeed and they want my son to thrive. And um, yeah, it helps not feel so lonely, I think. You've got a team leaving little stepping stones across that river. I think that's, that's great. That's um, right. yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time and answering all of these questions and your openness. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Amy. I, um, yeah, hope that my little two weeks of insight can help, um, other people in their expectations or their feelings that they're navigating, um, as well. The hope, the hope.